Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Aw, thanks, honey. You're welcome. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to do a podcast episode that's titled, How to Stay Balanced and Grounded During Your Spiritual Awakening Process. Um, this is something that tends to be a bit of a challenge for most people, right? I feel like every person on the planet, whether they're going through a spiritual awakening or not, has trouble with this. But And yeah, and I feel like know? that's the point. That's yes. the point. Life in general is challenging and tends to be it's difficult to stay balanced for anybody. Mm-hmm. But then when you suddenly have this demanding prolonged purge, <laughs> yeah. energetic, emotional purge fall into your lap, uh, you know, amidst the the increased rate of big life changes and the unusual sort of physical and, and mental and spiritual symptoms, all of that combined with the already challenging and busy life, it can be maddening. <laughs> We've been there and done that, yeah. right? Yes. So yeah, Patty and I, by our, we admit we are by no means experts in this in this area, but we are a lot more balanced and a lot more grounded than we used to be. And I think some of these things we're going to share with you will click and be able to help you, you know, gain a noticeable increase in balance and groundedness within your own life. Yeah, and I'd like to add that our um, life now is way more chaotic than it's ever been you know, in general, and we're way more grounded than we've ever been, even before yeah. this whole thing started, you know? That's true, yeah. When we were going through our awakening, we only had one really young uh, baby, which yeah. having three older kids of, of our age yes. spread compared to the one. Nine, having five, one was, and three. Yeah, having one <laughs> little infant was like a cinch. It was, yeah. a, it was real easy. Um, and we were way more unbalanced at that. Yeah, and Maya was a really easy baby. Yeah. So it was like. <laughs> so we've we've come a long way, my friends. And I, I really think we'll be able to hook you up a little bit here. Okay. Yeah. So number one, we wrote down is to redefine balance, because what's going to happen is you're going to start. You're already doing this. You're 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 starting to go through life with a different source of guidance. That's the guidance of your intuition, the guidance of your higher self, however you wish to look at it. And you're going to find yourself naturally being drawn to do certain things that seem to most people, and perhaps even including yourself, to be incredibly unbalanced. But we're just going through life in a smarter, wiser way, kind of more in harmony with how things really are. And how things really are are much more dynamic than our minds would prefer. Mm -hmm. Our minds want everything to be in a straight line and predictable and in perfect increments. Um, But life, as Alan Watts says, is not like that. It's Mm -hmm. wiggly. It's It's dynamic. It's uh, there. There's uh, at the same time within the chaos, there's harmony. And that's kind of what's happening with us. And the way this might play out for you, you might find that you're suddenly drawn intuitively to, you know, reduce your hours at your job. 
and stop going out with your friends and your and then dive deeply into the rabbit hole of spirituality and metaphysics and your friends and family are saying hey where have you been what's going on i see you're changing your diet you're not working much you're not coming around you got all these books showing up at your house from amazon left and right <laughs> these spiritual books this is unbalanced of you what's what's the deal but for you it'll feel right it'll it'll resonate and it'll it'll feel right inside it's just the mind that can label it that can cause such a, uh, you know, stress. So what I'm saying to you is allow yourself to be quote unquote imbalanced because sometimes that's the fastest way to achieve balance. Right. Yeah. I find that um, we go through phases where we do like an extreme diet or we are, you know, meditating a lot or we're doing some one particular thing a lot, but it's always perfect because it helps us exactly where we're for exactly where we're at in that moment right yeah yeah so i would say allow yourself to be very flexible and redefine the idea of imbalance and i'll give one example this is back back what i in what i call the hermit phase of awakening this is earlier in our journey when we woke up and and we did a lot of the things i just suggested where me and patty weren't working we we moved out of the out of the state and we are doing a we are really obsessing about our diet eating very very clean mm-hmm. taking supplements we are going to like yoga and just we are basically like neglected most of what normal people have as responsibilities in their life and we did nothing but spiritual stuff for like a year <laughs> and for a lot of people thought that was crazy of us and it was something that I didn't even allow myself to enjoy because I thought it was crazy too. But it just felt so right. I just did it anyways. Um, But I I can look back now and see that that whole period was so essential. It basically, for me, it served as many purposes. It was was like an energetic uh, and physical cleanse Mm -hmm. from an entire life lived fairly unconsciously. It was, uh, I was long overdue to really dive into myself and see who am I? What do I believe? What What is my spirit nature? I didn't have time for any of that in the past. And there was, yeah, there was a lot of information that um, came to us in that time too that um, really helped us where we're at now, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that period of imbalance was so helpful and in the end balancing for us. Mm. Number two, we wrote down daily self-care is a must. And at least for us, it is. It really is because like we're still going through a lot of changes and emotional healing, just sort Mm -hmm. of catalyzed by our life unfoldment and this awakening process. And, uh, you know, parallel to that, we have a busy life. We have kids. We I have a I have a career. And you know, we just have a lot going on. And if I was to neglect my need to sort of take time away each day to center myself, then I, for one, tend to get really swept away with the chaos of life. And, and it leads to an incredible state of imbalance and, more importantly, unhappiness right. and just discontentment and agitation, right? Yeah, I know. I like you said agitation because that's what happens with me when I don't do daily self-care things. I definitely am much more irritated, irritable, agitated, frustrated, stressed feeling. Yeah. Throughout the day. And one of the one of the things that sort of prevented me from doing this earlier on and for quite a while there honestly is I I had like this 
like resistance to doing anything structured. I didn't mm. like the idea that I'm supposed to meditate every day or do this or that every day. It just mm. seemed so confining and rigid. Um, but what I've found is, uh, I, I can't think of the quote. There's a quote I'm thinking of, I think it was maybe from David Goggins, that military guy who read his book. He said mm. something like, he said, I have freedom in my life because I exercise discipline every day. So we have kind of, I would say, a mental and emotional freedom in a sense because we take the time and we exert that willpower to maintain the discipline to to get in our, to, you know, to, to spend time tuning into ourselves. Right. But I fully understand a lot of you who are resistant to that because, again, I once was. I just know for, I just feel a lot better when I do that. And even within my daily spiritual practice, I allow flexibility. It's always changing and sort of evolving. And right. I'll do something, I'll be on a kick for a while with breath work, and then I'll be doing yoga for a while. And then I'll be like, what I started picking up just two days ago is now I wake up early and I go for a walk with my dog and listen to an audiobook. That's self care. It's also kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I used to do that, and I I really enjoyed walking in the morning, but, you know, early. <clears throat> I'd go in, in the winter, and it would still be dark out, and I'd be, like, by myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I don't, for me, I don't even do the same thing every day because mm. self-care is just something that brings me back home to myself. Yeah. So it doesn't... It, it's not always like every morning I wake up and I read and I do this and that and whatever, which I used to do that. And I did do that this morning, which was nice. So I might start doing that again. But um, it's just whatever feels good to me in that moment. And I am like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower and maybe do a face mask or something. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, if that's what resonates in that moment, then that's what I do. And, um, so I'm, I still am not regimented in that way. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I do. You don't need to be because you have done enough of it over the years where you can just sort of feel it out. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know what I need in the day. Like I know, you know, I know myself well enough to know what's going to work for self-care today. You know, right, and right. some days I need more than just putting on a face mask and and sitting in the tub or whatever it is. But you know, some days I I need less than that. Yeah, and that's okay. It's I honor what is necessary for me in each day. Right, right. But I would say like the, our whole point is that if we were to just sort of deny the fact that we our our that. state of consciousness can be influenced by the stresses of life and just sort of go on business as usual, we would both be complete basket cases. Yeah. Well, and I did do that. I didn't do any self-care for a long time. Um and I was a uptight hot mess, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You're agitated hot mess. Right. <laughs> And number three, I wrote down, find some traveling partners. What I mean, like I say, find some fellow, some people that are on the same path as you. Find yeah, some people. Find your who, tribe. Yeah, f- not even like your. It doesn't have to be like your like massive to, soul family tribe. Right. But find some people that will keep you in check. It's kind of what I'm saying. Okay. Like for example, I was telling Patty yesterday. Like I could sometimes be like in a totally like twisted up in my mind, totally off on this, this tangent of, of stress and worry. And, and, you know, just where I build up this momentum 
of like nuttiness and just neurotic sort of ways. I, I you know how I get. Yeah. I, I get in my head. I get yeah. I get off. <laughs> I go, go off on tangents into deep in places. Yeah. Bad places. But anyway, I can then I'll go to the gym with Aaron, a friend of mine who's also on the same path. And within like twenty minutes of just hanging out with him, it it like boop, it puts me back into balance because mm-hmm. suddenly I'm able to sort of bounce my craziness against a, a logical sort of uh, reference point. And it can just sort of shed light onto like, wow, Victor, you're, you're really getting yourself all worked up for no reason here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just sort of come back to reality a little bit? Mm-hmm. And just having, and, and same with you. I could be all in a frenzy and then you help me and then vice versa. You come in all stressed out and just you talk to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I have that with my friend Barbie too because I see her. I see her every week, um, at least one time a week. We go to a yoga class. So we do yoga and then we, we have some time after yoga and we hang out and we just talk. And um, it's nice to have somebody that you can just bounce ideas off of or just talk to, even if it's not about the issue that's plaguing your mind, even if it's just to talk about something they're going through. That is helpful for me, I find, too. You yeah. know, because then I'm not thinking about whatever it is that I'm going through and then, then I can kind of separate myself from it. But you can get lost in your mind, you know, a lot of times if left to your own devices, yes. you know. It, it's very helpful to have the the accountability in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Now, I, I know a lot of people are thinking, Dick, I don't have anybody, dude. I don't have an Aaron. I don't have a Patty. So what would you say to them? I'd say that, you know, like <clears throat> my friend Barbie... I had to like start going out and and doing things that I wouldn't normally do. Normally, I would do yoga on my own. Right. But I found a yoga class that I actually really liked, and that's where I met her at. And um, I, but I was like, man, I don't want to waste a workout on a non not good yoga class because I've done that before, and it was like, Ugh. but um, yeah, I just started going out and doing things that forced me to be around people of a like-minded nature. If you really like yoga, then go to yoga. If you don't like yoga and you like CrossFit, do CrossFit. If you like poetry, go to a poetry reading. If you like Reiki, go to a Reiki circle. There's places all over that do that kind of stuff. And you just have to go out and find the people that are doing this thing that you like. Because that's where you'll find people that resonate. And I know some people are thinking, well, I don't have anyone like that in my area. So what I would say to you, which I totally understand, we lived in different places throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it seemed like there were more few and far between the people that we're talking about. We mm-hmm. are fortunate now to be around a lot of people. <clears throat> but just having someone online can be helpful. Like yeah, joining yeah. Facebook forums. Like uh, I had a client, her name was Anne, and she was struggling with Kundalini awakening. And she had a real intense sort of case like myself. I'm not going to get into what that is if you've never heard of it. I got a bunch of videos on it. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's a very demanding, energetic sort of thing that she didn't really have anyone in her life that understood it. So she she coached with me the whole time I was coaching. She's like yeah. years. Um, but what she also did, and she would always tell me about it, is she was a part of this like Facebook group about Kundalini Awakening. And there was people there that understood her. She could reach out to them. She could <clears> become <throat> friends with people. Yeah. So just really, it, it takes sometimes initiative to make friends right. and, yeah. and meet people. But if we, with the internet nowadays, there really is no excuse to be completely alone. There right. Not. And with the way that the internet is, you never know. You might find someone that's two cities over that is in the same group as you. You you just don't know how things are going to pan out. So 
if you don't do anything, then you're not going to get anything. Right. And and there's <laughs> such value in having someone a, di- a long distance. Like for a long time, me and my friend Aaron, we lived in a different state. And right. But we talk on the phone every like a week or two for like an hour, sometimes two hours. Or more. And after <laughs> that phone call, I felt we both felt great. That's why we did it. We called it masterminding where we tell each other our, our ideas. If I had a problem, I'd, I'd, I'd express it to him and he would help me and then vice versa. And it was just really, it's uh, an invaluable resource for if you, the goal is balance and happiness and so forth and just assistance with your own awakening process is to have a, a partner in crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What did I write down here? Number four. Can you read your writing? Yes. Take time for deep work. Ooh. Yeah, this is a big one. Yeah. It's like right now we're going through an, a process where it is becoming relevant for us to let go of our deepest inner skeletons that might have been more easily suppressed prior to now. Mm-hmm. The, our frequency is raising and it's sort of per- process, like surfacing a lot of this this deeper, darker stuff so we can release it and be happier and more Mm -hmm. abundant and free and conscious. Um, But that's something that is actually happening right now, whether you want to buy into it or not. And it's playing out very differently for everybody in the world right now. But uh, the the point is... You got to take the time. Yeah. Life can be a lot easier and a lot more... You can feel a lot more balanced when when you yield to this. When you sort of embrace it and say, you know what, I have, uh, I'm, I'm pursuing this college career right now, and I'm very busy. I have to a job, and I'm going to college, but at the same time, I, I'm going to make time for these old wounds coming up mm-hmm. because if I ignore them, it's going to sort of foil my plans anyway. Right. I was just going to say it hinders your ability to do your normal life yeah. because you'll be processing, and that's a process. That's why it's called processing. You know, that's why um, I personally like using plant medicine for this because it's a faster, quicker process for me. Yeah. But it's not always like that for some people. I have a friend who she will drink ayahuasca and maybe twice a year because it's just so, it takes a lot for her to process all the, the stuff that she's learned in her journey. Um, but uh, yeah, you need to find what works for you. And if plant medicine doesn't resonate, then meditation is a great way to go in and process and, and, and you just ask yourself like what is coming up and then just go with that. Whatever comes out at the surface during your meditation or the time that you're taking um, for whatever it is. And, and then ask yourself, how can I heal this? How can I help this? A book might come into your life, you know, um, a Facebook group might come into your life. There's different things that might come into your life that will help you heal, but you got to make the time to do yeah. it. Yeah. And fortunately, like you don't have to do this too rigidly. Is is life will usually show you when something big is coming mm-hmm. up. And that's the times where we'll go to a ceremony or we'll go, I'll go off to the Red Rocks, just go hiking with a journal and yeah. like my notepad and just sort of have that intention of giving my inner child some time and energy and space and focus to, to heal. Um, but I would say if we were to try to ignore that, then then life would just become more 
busy and, and chaotic because it's life will get your attention when you're ignoring the healing that's trying to take place right. within you. So we, again, long ago, we accepted this and we said, you know, what, we're going to just make time for the, for the deep work. And now we don't need life to be so chaotic right. um, because we're, we're getting the message now. Right. And when you, when you can, you know, when things are coming up, you can feel it. And I mean, I feel it in my physical body when things are coming up and, you know, if you go into meditation with the intention of finding out what that is, it's a lot more powerful than if you just go into meditation and just sit there and like do your ohms or your whatever it is that you do in meditation. Um, my teacher always says that the ayahuasca tells her all the time that people don't have an attention deficit disorder. They have an intention deficit disorder. So really focus on the intention of clearing out the inner wounds that need to be healed in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, I know I've, I've had quite a few clients over the years when I was coaching that they were so busy with their career and their life and they were just so unhappy and so stressed out. And one of the main things I would try to encourage them to do is what we're talking about now mm-hmm. is to not only just achieve more balance, just to be happier. Say, listen, I try to explain that you are going through this process and you should... You should somehow schedule in some time just for you, some mm-hmm. you time where you can do some healing and, and find a way to wake up in the morning and, and tune into yourself in whatever way that seems exciting. Because mm-hmm. those just those two tips we gave thus far are literally a game changer. Yeah. They really are. It's like like anything in life, when you yield to what is, there's harmony. Mm-hmm. And what is right now is a rapid transformation taking place across the planet. Yes. Um, and then lastly, <laughs> I wrote down, this is the one I couldn't read. I wrote down, be flexible with the ebb and flow of life. Ooh, I like that. What do you think about that? Well, I, for me, that means um, being allowing of what is coming in like if you and, and honoring what it is. So by that, I mean, if you are... If, if deep inner, inner child wounds are coming up, honor that and take the time to do that work. You know, if you need to work extra hours at work, allow for that. And that's something, you know, life throws you many different things, uh, sometimes daily, yeah, <laughs> sometimes yeah. every minute. And you just have to allow for the changes of the energy, the changes of you, the changes of the people around you, your location, where where you're at. Allow for all that to just come in instead of trying, don't try to control what's happening. Right, right. It's, uh, it's kind of almost going back to the first point is redefine what it is to be balanced. And yeah. just let yourself kind of go with the flow. Like for there are a few years there where I was working so much, mm-hmm. just like as I was building up this business I have now, and I was waking up before the sun came up, I was like just busting my butt, just exhausting myself to the bone for three years. <laughs> um, but that was what I needed to do at that time. Mm-hmm. There was another time, as we spoke about earlier, where I wasn't doing anything, I was just working on spiritual stuff the whole time. Right. And that was perfect. Yeah. And even even now, that, that those are more like macrocosmic examples. And a, a smaller example would be, um, like for me, being a, a content creator, I'm always trying to get to this schedule where Mondays I do YouTube and Tuesdays is this. But because what I do is 
sort of dependent upon my organic inspirations, which have a, an agenda of their own, I have to let go. Like we had, mm. pl- we tried to do this podcast like 17 times, <laughs> but it wasn't the right time. It just wasn't happening. And yeah. so this is something I'm still learning <laughs> as I, as I confess and, and go into this. Um, but what really leads to imbalance is forcing things because we think we need to do something or thinks things need to be a certain way rather than just kind of like letting letting go and yielding to life Mm -hmm. and again we're not perfect at that but we really are cognizant of that being the ideal way and and we do our best at it and then things just go a lot more smooth for us now yeah i'm i'm usually really good about being allowing for what whatever's happening but um you know, in day-to-day life, it's more challenging. But when it comes to energetic things and spiritual things, I'm pretty allowing for that. But um, it does make it easier because I notice I've always been that way. And there has been a huge difference in your process versus my process. Yeah. You know, um, but I know it's easier said than done. It's natural for me to be allowing in that way. And if, if it's, natural for you yay and if it's not yay because that's the learning that's all learning happening you know it's always perfect no matter what yeah and then lastly what i would say this just kind of came to my mind before we go is to be easy on yourself be easier on yourself my friends because even with all these tips that we do our best to live by, me and Patty get get unbalanced all the time. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's just life. And But what one of the main things I think that helps us bounce right back is that we don't punish ourselves anymore. Right. We sort of give ourselves some leeway and understand that life is tough. The awakening is tough and demanding. And we just always are doing our best. But sometimes our best isn't enough to stay perfectly balanced. Right. But that's okay. Yeah, I was just going to say some I I tell the kids sometimes I'm just doing my best, you know, in life to in 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 the context to the kids. I always say I'm just doing my best to be the best mom I can in, in each moment. And sometimes my best is really awesome. And sometimes my best really sucks. Right. But it's okay. I'm just doing my best. You can't do more than your best in each moment. And it's going to change your best. It's going to yeah. change frequently. It, it's kind of funny because I've said that to the kids too. And I even all, not maybe not Sebastian, he's three, but the, the, other, the older two, five and nine, they understand. They're like, yeah. okay. They almost like respect that we're honest about that. So my mm-hmm. point is, children can understand this concept but for some reason <laughs> us adults and these older people yes. it's so hard to apply that to ourselves right mm-hmm. it's like i can say okay patty's having a bad day i love her i'm gonna give her some leeway but when victor's having a bad day it's like i suck yeah i Why? suck at life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever but but we again we do a lot less of that now we, mm-hmm. I, I really do that was my one of my main problems throughout a lot of my awakening was just this this these ridiculous expectations I placed upon myself that were so unrealistic. Yeah. And I would then I would consequently punish myself for any indiscretion, which there were many. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it can be helpful to just say, you know what? I'm going to do the best I can today. I'm going to try to stay balanced, mm-hmm. try to pencil in some deep work and some self-care and go with the flow. But if I don't, That's I'm okay. going to wake up the next day and try again and forgive yeah. myself and say, you know what? I'm doing my best. Yep. And it's always perfect. Yeah. Okay, my friends, I hope you got something out of this uh, episode. I'm going to bounce again. I'm going to, uh, 
I had to leave in 10 minutes to go meet Aaron for uh, Newport. <laughs> and uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and yes. your reviews. I saw there some new reviews there. I know we requested it last time. It's very helpful for the, the podcast to leave a review. So thank you so much for yes, those who thank have. You. And those who haven't, where have you been? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I know, I know it's busy. Yeah, life is busy. Namaste, my friends. Be Namaste. in touch. Peace.